G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Jesus has called every Christian to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But stats tell us that 95% of Christians have never led a person to Christ. Pastor Greg Laurie points out that most of us have no problem recommending a good restaurant or a good movie. Why not use that same approach when sharing our faith in Christ? We all recommend things all the time. So let's put it a new way. Go into all the world and recommend the gospel. This is the day when the lost are found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Again, you hear all the angels are singing. This is the day, the day when life begins. Greg Laurie is both a pastor and an evangelist. His giftedness in sharing the gospel is obvious. More than 6 million people have attended his Harvest Crusades and more than 500,000 have registered decisions of faith. So today on A New Beginning, he helps us consider a few things about sharing our faith. We have a life-saving message and we just can't keep that to ourselves. And those who do share it experience a thrilling sense of satisfaction like no other. Let's learn more. Let me start with a question. What are you afraid of? According to a study that was done of the top fears of most people, among the top ones were claustrophobia. That's a fear of small spaces. Then there's the fear of bugs. I think it's called anacrophobia. And then there's the fear of snakes and other critters like that. Then there's the fear of heights. But the number one fear of most people is public speaking. Public speaking. How many of you have the fear of public speaking? Raise your hand. Okay, I want you to come up now. (laughs) It's true. We have that fear. In fact, it was Mark Twain who said, and I quote, there are two types of speakers, those who get nervous and those who are liars, end quote. (laughs) So, you know, we all have the nerves and we get up to speak. And I have to say, that's why I was so surprised when God called me at around 18 years old to be an evangelist. That was the last thing I ever aspired to be. I never was a public speaker. I was a more of a behind the scenes kind of a person. It was not something I really wanted to do, but it's a calling God put on my life. But listen, Jesus has called every Christian, young and old, men and women, no matter what, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But stats tell us that 95% of Christians have never led a person to Christ. 95% have not led another person to Christ. Also, only 2% of churchgoers have invited an unchurched person to church in the last year. And 59% of all Christians say they seldom or never share their faith with others. Now, why is that? One of the top reasons is the fear of rejection. Another would be anxiety. Maybe they'll ask a question you can't answer. Or maybe feeling you're not the best example. 
I would say it this way. There's one thing that believers and non-believers have in common. We're both uptight about evangelism. Non-believers are uptight about being evangelized and believers are uptight about evangelizing. And I want to help you to change that way of thinking. I want you to discover not the mere duty of sharing your faith, but the joy of sharing your faith. So let's take the word evangelism out of the picture here and just use another word, recommendation. Now we do that all the time, recommendation. Uh, advocating for something, endorsing something. So let's put it a new way. Go into all the world and endorse the gospel. Go into all the world and recommend the gospel. We all recommend things all the time. I mean, you ask me a question, I have an opinion on almost everything. <laughs> so you say, Greg, what is the best burger? Okay, let me ask you a question. What kind of a burger? Take up burger or a restaurant burger. No, take up burger. Well, it's in and out burger for sure. <laughs> and then here's the way you need to order the in and out burger. And I have my own order and I think my order is better than anyone else's order. And I order animal style with chopped chilies on it. Okay, so that's what I do. But here's what I've discovered about in and out for me personally. I only like it as a guilty pleasure. When I have in and out for lunch, I don't like it. I have to eat it 10 o'clock at night when I'm not supposed to after I've already had dinner. That's why I, that's when I like in and out Am I alone in this? That, that's the way it works for me. <laughs> and I would say, okay, now Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell and I'll tell you exactly what to order there. I have all kinds of opinions. Or what about this movie? Or, or what about this product? I'll tell you what I think. So we all do this all the time. I mean, we're in a place we've never been to before and we want to get something to eat. So we go to Yelp and we believe in the opinions of complete strangers. Oh, look, a bunch of random people that I've never met before like this place. Let's go there. Because those people took the time to make a recommendation. Okay, so we'll get passionate about a great burger, yet we're not passionate about the most important message of all time, the message of the gospel. Go into all the world and recommend the gospel. Go into all the world and advocate for the gospel. Bringing me to point number one, effective sharing starts with caring. I could talk to you all day long about how to share the gospel, how to start a conversation, how to answer a difficult question and so forth, but really none of that matters if you don't care. It starts with a concern for people. And here's something that is an established fact of the universe. We don't like to share. We don't. Go back to your childhood. When you were a little kid, did you like to share your toys with others? Probably not. And we're that way in life. We want it for ourselves. We don't want to necessarily share it with someone else. And I think if we're honest, and we may not like to admit this, but the reason many of us don't tell others about Jesus is we just don't care about them. Uh, hey, we'll say, I've got my eternal life. I know where I'm going when I die, and I'm happy in this relationship with God, but I don't want to inconvenience myself and I really don't care that much about that person. Even worse, we can start seeing non-believers as the enemy. In these morally and politically charged times, people are more divided than any time I can remember in my lifetime. 
People are extremely angry at each other. And now with social media, that's all amplified. We can attack one another. And as Christians, we can get caught up into this. And we can start seeing that non-believer that maybe has made a lifestyle choice that is contrary to scripture or a political choice we don't agree with or some other choice and suddenly they have become in our minds the mortal enemy. They're not the enemy. And if they've made bad decisions, they need to meet Christ who can change their life. They're not the enemy, they're under the control of the enemy. And here's what the Bible says we're supposed to do as believers. First of all, be patient with them. And then it tells us that we should pray that they come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap for they're being held captive by him to do whatever he wants. So it starts with a concern and a burden. I mean, think about what's happening with so many people today, especially young people. I just read that the U.S. Surgeon General says we're facing an urgent public health crisis. According to his statement, and I quote, there's a devastating decline in the mental health of kids across the country. The rates of suicide, self-harm, anxiety, and depression are up among adolescents. And by the way, this is a trend that began before the pandemic. According to the CDC, hospital admissions data show the number of teen girls who have been suicidal has increased 50% since 2019. 2019, that's not that long ago, is it? So young people are depressed, filled with anxiety, uh, concerned about their future, and in many cases, even suicidal. This should concern us. This should move us. And what should we do? We need to share Jesus with them. We need to share Jesus with them. We need to tell them there's a God in heaven who loves them. And whatever they're going through, they can get through it. And God has a plan and a purpose for their life. We have to care. We have to see them as Jesus sees them. As sheep without a shepherd. As people that need a savior. Instead of cursing the darkness, we need to turn on the light. And how do we do it? By proclaiming, advocating for, and recommending the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's great to have you join us today for a new beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in the U.S. Today, Pastor Greg is presenting a message called The Joy of Sharing Your Faith. He continues by taking us to God's Word. Let's read now the words of Paul in Romans 10. I'm going to read verses 14 to 15. Paul says, How can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? How can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why this scripture says, How beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Look at your feet for a moment. Look at them. You have beautiful feet. (laughs) Now when we admire a feature in someone, we don't generally notice their feet. We might say, oh, I love their eyes. Or I love their hair. I never have people say that to me. (laughs) But, uh, or oh, you know, you're beautiful in this way or that way. We don't generally say, man, you have amazing feet. I've just been looking at those feet of yours. You know, it's an amazing thing. Did you know that there are feet models? 
in addition to your standard model where if they're showing footwear, there are people that actually will, you, their feet will be used and there's hand models. I don't know if you know this, but I was asked to be a hand model once. I was surprised because I don't think I have very attractive hands. But they said, yes, we want your hands on the cover of our magazine. And I agreed. I was very excited. Until I found out the title of the magazine is Old and Decomposing. And I thought, what? <laughs> but they did it anyway because they paid me 10 bucks. Okay, so. <laughs> but really what this is saying, beautiful feet, means it would better be translated full bloom. So think of a blossoming flower. So the idea being communicated here is you bloom to life when you share the gospel. When you share the gospel, you're doing as a Christian what you should be doing. The gospel by its very design is not meant to be hoarded. It's meant to be shared. Bringing me to point number two. Listen to this. And this is the most important point of this message. Sharing the gospel is life-giving to us as well as the person we are sharing with. Let me say that again. Sharing the gospel is life-giving to us as Christians as well as the person we are sharing with. Far too often we think of sharing our faith as something that's hard, undesirable, something we really don't want to do. But it's life-giving to the one who's hearing it and it's life-giving to you too. Another translation of the word beautiful, as in how beautiful are the feet of those that share the gospel, is lively. How lively are the feet of those that preach the gospel of peace. So if you want happy feet, if you want to spring in your step, tell others about Jesus. I honestly believe this is a key to personal revival, to share your faith. And I find that new believers make the most effective evangelists. Have you noticed that? Those that have known the Lord for the longest usually share the gospel less. And those that have known the Lord only for a short time often share the gospel more. Why do you think that is? I think it's because when you first come to Christ, you're just so amazed by what God has done for you. You're so thrilled that God has forgiven you of your sin. You're so close to it. And you can't wait to tell other people about it. But when you've known the Lord for a while, you start to take these things for granted. My son Jonathan and his family have two pet rats. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. So my next point, no. <laughs> so, uh, and they have a snake too, or had a snake. Uh, Christopher, my grandson, had this little pet snake and little king snake. And as you may know, they eat live prey. Mice or rats, or depending on the size of the snake, uh, maybe a rabbit, occasionally a human, hopefully not. But uh, so you go down to the pet store and you buy little mice or feeder rats and they don't cost much or a couple of bucks and you feed it to the snake. So Jonathan and Christopher went down to the pet store and they got this little feeder rat, cost them a couple bucks, put it in the cage with the snake. And the snake looked at it and struck and started to coil around the rat and the rat somehow freed himself. And next thing you know, the rat is sort of sniffing the face of the snake and they realize this snake is probably not gonna eat this rat. So Jonathan takes the rat out of the cage, puts it in another cage and says, we'll take it back and, and get a smaller rat or mouse for the snake. But 
his daughter Allie fell in love with the rat. And a little bit later, he found that she had set the cage up and she had given him a name and had little places for food. And so now she's adopted this rat and I think she named the rat Tilly. And so he realized, okay, we now have a pet rat. But as it turns out, it was a great little pet. I don't know if you know this, rats make great pets. They're very friendly. And uh, so they're enjoying this rat. So they decide maybe we should get another rat. So they start doing some research on rats and, and they find this sort of rat that has a pedigree. It's a little fancier, this rat. <laughs> he came with his own adoption papers. In fact, when he arrived, they said, you are the owners of this rat, okay? But the problem with the second rat is he was a little, I don't know, snooty. I didn't know rats could be snooty. It's almost like he knows, yeah, I have a pedigree. And they did some research and found out I didn't know this, that rats like wal walnuts. So the first rat, Tilly, which they found out was a boy, so they changed his name to Louie. Anyway, so Louie <laughs> didn't need a lot of research to figure that one out. So, so Louie would eat a walnut, loves the walnut, so excited. They bring the walnut to the second rat that I, was it Remy? Would you name it Remy? They, and Remy was like, I don't want the walnut. And then they went into the fridge and got some really nice cheese, really good cheese. Remy didn't want that either. This is aloof, arrogant rat. <laughs> I said to Jonathan, you should take that rat back and feed him to the snake. That's, that's how heartless I am. <laughs> See, so what's the point of all of this? Well, the first rat reminds me of a new convert and the second rat reminds me of a somewhat jaded believer. Jesus says to whom much is forgiven, that one loves more. So the first rat is, man, this is awesome. I was gonna be snake food. Now I'm eating walnuts. I'm happy. <laughs> I've been saved. <laughs> Second rat, he wasn't saved. He has a pedigree. <laughs> he has personal papers. And he doesn't appreciate all that's happened. That's why he should be fed to the snake immediately. <laughs> the same way we should never lose that gratefulness for what Christ has done for us. Right? Pastor Greg Laurie with a good illustration of how we need to display the zeal of a new believer no matter how long we've walked with the Lord. Be sure to join us next time on A New Beginning for more insights on the importance of sharing the good news that leads to eternal life. Pastor Greg brings the finale to his series called Timeless. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called The Joy of Sharing Your Faith. If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast, along with more inspiring Christian content. Just search your app store for Vision Christian Media. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.